Welcome to MCU Diving Deep. This is the Shang-Chi Review. All right, Ryan, you just <laughs> told me you rated it a 14 out of 17. Yeah. You told me how great it was. Yes, um, it was great. Why did it lose those three points? Okay, why did it lose those three points? But uh, you only have two minutes before we get into like really good conversation. So I like, I like the whole setup of the movie. I enjoy, um, I enjoyed this version of the Mandarin. I enjoyed that they, you know, make it so that they they erase the the comic book character of Fu Manchu and replace him with who is Wen Wu and going to and you know essentially is the mandarin in this that's all great the end is it was disappointing on the level that i wanted I wanted a Fin Fang Foom <laughs> dragon fight, and mm -hmm. we didn't get that. Though, I will say that I would assume that the the rings are going to have some origin with him, and that's who yeah. the beacon is calling out to in the post credit scene. Yeah, let's come back to that. Mm -hmm. So that's that's the three points, or those are Fing Fang Foom Yep, they points. stand for <laughs> Fin Fang Foom. Three points. Now, I don't remember the the character's name, but Fu Manchu is like a. I mean, it's obviously a stereotype, and then it was right. a character that Marvel, like Dracula, like did not create themselves. Yeah, he's he doesn't belong to Marvel. Yeah, but even even with that, like he doesn't he doesn't have um, much beyond being a a criminal. Warlord yeah. type of like you know other like, than the like a Sal Maroni for Batman. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like you, you have these other crazy ass villains, <laughs> and then you've got Sal Maroni, gangster. Yeah. So, yeah, thanks, Christopher Nolan. You know who we really need in this movie is Sal Maroni. <laughs> no, he was great in that movie. Uh, he was. Everybody was great in that movie. But well, absolutely, let's stop. I mean, but but choosing but choosing Sal Maroni too. Is, yeah. Hmm. Hey, this is great. Um, so this was like one of, I mean, a realization for me, and I don't know that it necessarily hurts the movie, but as I was thinking about this, I'm like, you know, I'm not a Shang-Chi comic reader by any means, right? right. but Shang-Chi is the son of the Mandarin and effectively we've wiped, um, the Mandarin from this movie. I mean, literally they speak about it and he, he says the Americans, are calling it be the Mandarin or they're calling Trevor Slattery, the Mandarin after an orange. It's hilarious. So mm -hmm. like, is Wenwu even the Mandarin? There's really nothing about him. That is the Mandarin other than being the leader of the 10 yeah. rings. Right. Right. He's not, a, he's not, you know, the comic book, mm -hmm. the Mandarin for sure. <laughs> like, yeah, the rings alone, the, his character is like redeemable. Yeah. Not the comic book Mandarin. But 
as far as an adaptation to to replace who is these two characters like they they pretty much combine these two characters yeah. right like he's the leader of of a gang the fu manchu character which you know nobody would touch <laughs> um and then the mandarin who you know his name also is a little difficult and <laughs> exactly and then um i mean they've already they already kind of used the concept of this already but how do we make it or yeah take that and then have this moving forward so i do want to point out that fu manchu was not gotten rid of for this movie that was done years and years ago and we know this just so we don't sound like a couple of idiots who don't know what we're talking about it was retconned and that particular brand of racism was removed but i do get the impression that like this whole i mean there's a lot more this thing this character i guess came from a hella racist place and there was a lot that they had to do i think to clean this up and make it yeah but i think i I think too and I think that it is within itself a product of its time. Yeah. And so, I mean, I don't think that the characters of of the Shang-Chi comics who were using the character Fu Manchu were doing that to be... No, you know, no, not at all. ...racist per se, but... Well, that's the challenge, right? Is I mean, even with us, I'm sure adapt, we're, we're not being... To adapt with the times. Yeah. And, and right. We're Absolutely. not being everything we can. I'm sure, but I mean, it's not because we, you know, are trying to hurt somebody. But I mean, like, right. um, with that in mind, like Shang Chi, we want. I want to talk about his powers during and then after the movie, and mm-hmm. then you know, Zha Ling. I don't. I don't know if there's a lot we need to talk about with her, but she's her her name is new, but she is a character that exists in the comics, um, in some capacity with a different name and a different character, and then. Right. You know, Wen Wu as well. Like, Tony Lung, I, I'm not familiar with his work, but I guess he's a pretty renowned actor and he crushed the role. So um, why not just take this thing that wasn't really working in the comics and make it something else? Mm-hmm. But um, the thing I wanted to point out, too, is that I think they did this with Black Widow. Is this like um, like this Rogue One thing, you know, the <laughs> the Death Star thing? Um, they like took that crappy part of New Hope and made it into like a story that I think is arguably <laughs> the best Star Wars movie. They did the same thing with with Black Widow. Like the worst thing about um, Age of Ultron is the, in my opinion, is the Red Room stuff that he shoehorned in about hysterectomies and crap like that. Like, what is mm-hmm. this? This is terrible. And they made the whole movie about that. But I think that works in this movie. Versus Black Widow. Right. Well, I mean, I think that it worked. It worked to pay off for Black Widow. But yeah. similarly to this, I, I think that, you know, conceptually, they're probably. Uh, <laughs> and I, I'm just, I guess I'm talking about <laughs> the way that Rogue One was so good. Like that mm-hmm. such a good. And it came out of this, this thing that didn't make sense a new hope and so like this 
thing about the Mandarin that everybody hated, kind of like the way that everybody hated the New Hope. Like, oh, you guys just built a, a big open hole that we could shoot? Well, everybody hated the Mandarin, and now they made a new Mandarin, and it's it's like it killed it. Like, it's mm-hmm. it's awesome. Yeah. Okay. Fair enough. I agree. Um, Shang-Chi, so by the end of the movie, he has the, the Ten Rings, and he also has mm-hmm. the Chi. I'm calling it Chi because I don't think they, they name it in the movie, do they? Uh, no, I don't remember them naming it specifically. Are we meant to think that he still has that? Because I thought that, I mean, they do make a point that, that his mom doesn't have it when she's away from Talo. Mm-hmm. Um, I think so. I think we're meant to interpret that seeing as he is uh, with the connection with the, the great protector. I think that he is supposed to be some sort of like, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Mystic. Like, a, yeah, like a prodigy type of, like That's a really prodigy cool. progeny. <laughs> but, uh, but yeah. I hope that's the case. Like, I think that would make his, I mean, this is another huge deviation think, from the comics, I think right? I think that's supposed to work with, uh, Jai Ling too. It's like, they're supposed to be, um, kind of the same. Like she doesn't use those powers the in, the, in the movie, does she? No, I don't, I don't recall any scenes where she does but at the mm. same time she doesn't train with their aunt specifically yeah. like he does and so but i mean contextually from the things that i picked up in the movie and this could just be me looking into things that i want to mm-hmm. seeing things that aren't there and i could see it playing out because i mean with the way that the movie ends which we can get to yeah, it would make sense to have some sort of confrontation, and she wants those sim- rings back. Give me back right. those rings. That same, that very comic booky thing of having two people <laughs> with the same oh, yeah. powers fighting each other. Yeah, that's that's a Marvel thing for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, it's it, I think that's cool because it'll it'll give him a reason to be an Avenger. Like otherwise, he's just a dude who knows kung fu. Right. Um, well, and then. Oh, well, okay. When we get to the end of the movie, we can talk about that. But, I mean, I'm just going to talk about it now. But even when the movie ends and, you know, the normal little stinger at the end of all the movies where they're like, oh, mm-hmm. Iron, Iron Man will be back. The Ten Rings will return. Yeah, it doesn't say Shang-Chi's coming back. <laughs> it says the Ten Rings are coming back, so. um, What do you think of Aquafina? I thought at the beginning of the movie that she was going to she was going to be a little much, and mm-hmm. then by the end of the movie, I, I liked her a lot. I was happy she was there. I'm a, she was she was the complete opposite of a Darcy really? for me. Okay, <laughs> an opposite Darcy. <laughs> yes. Um, I uh, I'm a I like her a lot. I like. I've only seen bits of her show, but it's pretty funny. And then Mm -hmm. I like her in other movies too, but I was the opposite. Like I loved her through the first half of the movie. And then by the end I was like, come on, you're going to give the kill shot to to Aquafina or to Katie. (laughs) Yeah. 
I, I don't know. I mean, the, the gags and stuff weren't bad. It was just kind of like, mm. this is... I think that they did a good job of not, like, like shoehorning her in, though. Yeah. Like, like it seemed like they were going to do in my head when when we had heard other things about, like, like possible leaks and all that yeah. stuff. But as the movie progressed, it made sense, like, okay, they're going here. She wants to go with her friend. They kidnapped her, and they yeah. just took her along. Okay. And then she... It didn't feel like there was any point where they could have just sent her home. I'm going to jump in with my main, my biggest gripe here about the movie. That's yes, please. Cause I was actually going to say at, when you asked me what three points I had to take off, I, I was having trouble thinking of, of any negatives, but you got one now. No. Oh, okay. Here's my biggest gripe. Like the cast is stacked. Mm hmm. And we've even got like a lot of time given to Wong, which I think is great, because mm -hmm. he, you know, he is of Asian descent, and this is a great way to not make him that he, he's to also shoehorn a, him, him in. He's not shoe. Yeah, he's. I mean, I didn't feel like he was shoehorned, right? Absolutely. And, I yeah, same same thing. And his his character in the Doctor Strange comics, I think, is a terrible stereotype too. Um, and they didn't really address that. Like everybody was kind of hung up on the the ancient one. Mm -hmm. And not really like this made-to-be servant guy, um, but right. my biggest gripe is that the cast is so stacked, um, and we have like a great female cast, especially. But like, I wanted to see Shang Chi. Like, I still don't feel mm -hmm. like I really know much about Shang Chi. He doesn't really display a lot of his personality or anything. Um, but like, we I feel like we got more personality from Aquafina than we did. From Simulu. Hmm. Okay. I mean, we know he's noble. He's he's like mm -hmm. wants to do the right thing, and we see that. We know he's like haunted by his past, because um, there's moments right. in his apartment and things like that. But we don't really see. I mean, there's maybe a couple moments where he's he's singing karaoke, and then there's the moment where he's chatty at the end, telling his friends about all they did and stuff, but. I don't really, mm -hmm. I, I don't know. I just feel like they gave a lot of those good moments to Katie instead of Shang-Chi. And, and same with Xiaoling. Like, Xiaoling, I think, meant to be stoic and things like that. Mm -hmm. um, but that that's maybe where I got kind of annoyed with Aquafina, Or not not with her, but her character. Because so I'm like, right. well, these are, she's the star of this movie, for sure. <laughs> uh, yeah. I mean, I can't say that I can't say that I agree with you, but I can't necessarily <laughs> argue with you either. the The moment where it broke for me was at the end, um, where they have their Avengers moment, and Wong says, "You two come with me." And then Katie goes in there and like, "Get out of here! They're having like an Avengers movie. What are you, you're a, a moment. <laughs> you can't be in here." Well, she's a part of the team until she runs out of arrows. Even <laughs> that's true. Even if uh, they do need an arrow guy, which nobody does, uh, they will run out of dragon-tipped arrows. Well, you just got to drive through that that deadly forest and resupply. <laughs> Marvel, what is your deal? What is your boner with the archers? Like, chill out on the archers. <laughs> um, an important part of the team. 
Trevor Slattery. I yeah, uh, yeah, I was really worried that he wasn't going to show up until like he yeah. did. Um, I was I was kind of curious how they were going to <laughs> like. Okay, here he is, and then then what's the plan? But yeah. I think everything worked out, and I, I he had much a much bigger role than I oh yeah thought he was going to have. I really thought he'd be the intro, like them killing him, yeah. and then we'd move on. Yeah. So my headcanon is that he just lives in <laughs> Tahoe now. <laughs> like oh yeah yeah, is that it? He lives there with Morris, and I guess so. Um, but I mean, I don't know necessarily why they would let him live there because he, he's kind of, he was like, you know, super funny in Iron Man three, like laugh out loud, funny. I thought, and I, mm-hmm. it took me a minute cause I didn't really think he was funny. Like there's the line about him not seeing him thinking Morris was a hallucination. That was pretty good. But mm-hmm. the, uh, the bit about the planet of the apes, uh, yeah, <laughs> cracked me up. It was so good. <laughs> <laughs> that was good um yeah i'm glad to see him he looks weird with without the beard well with the hair too like the hair they let him grow all of his hair out yeah. instead of that like <laughs> ponytail thing i mean he's bald in real life uh join the club yeah but um here's my my second biggest gripe Death Dealer is the coolest looking thing. Oh, okay, yep, I can agree with you on this. And they just, <laughs> they just, basically off screen him like it was the weakest thing. And they gave the role that I thought he was going to have to Razor Fist of all people. Right, right. Yikes! So and that they, the the Razor Fist, the first Razor Fist fight was good, mm-hmm. and then they like that's it for him, right? Like they do a little bit of fighting at the end when they're in Talo, mm-hmm. but but that's pretty much it. And then for Death Dealer, they have the the training scene. He's yeah in the shot. Well, he's the <laughs> one then, that, be- that beats Shang Chi. Like he's well, right, right, right. So, so that's important. To, yeah, and then they have their little scuffle at uh, at Zhai Ling's mm-hmm. Fight Club. But it doesn't really go anywhere. And then it's like the next time we see him, he he dies. He dies. <laughs> Man, the intrigue that I had, like I want to know right. who's wearing the mask, and right. like he's got to be what? How how old was Shang Chi? Thirty something. So he's at least you know. No, Shang Chi. So his parents met in like ninety six. I think he was supposed to be like twenty four, twenty five. Oh wow. Okay. Well, so... I mean, he was he was there throughout Shang Chi's training and is still working for him so that's interesting to me at least yeah i don't know heartbreaking man yeah i can agree that one was a little disappointing i would have would have hoped that there was some some (laughs) more fights that one that that short scene in in the fight club like when they're trying to escape and then he shows up yeah for a second like it was was awesome cool (laughs) yeah and then it's oh okay it's over now and I wonder if maybe that was like rewritten because there's, you know, the bit about him uh not killing the guy who killed his mom, his his like first assignment. Mm-hmm. And then he comes back and says, Actually I did kill him. So there's that right. moment where he was like prepared to kill the death dealer. 
which seemed yeah. really out of character at that moment. And I wonder if well, maybe was that gonna, was... He was going to kill uh, Wenwu. What do you mean? That's what he was talking about. He was going to kill Wenwu when, the, when he showed up. Shang-Chi? Yeah. Well, he, he's like literally standing over the Death Dealer with the kunai in his hand. Like ready. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So in that fight... Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that, that's like really out of character. So I, I guess other, yeah. I was wondering, like, maybe that was written in a different sequence or maybe he, in another write of the script or something, had already said that he was dealing with this uh, this back and forth in his head about whether he should have or shouldn't have killed that person. Right. Because I, I don't think we're meant to believe that he did. He lied about it on the airplane initially. Yeah. So well, yeah. Know. Um, okay, the big bad. You already said you're disappointed it wasn't Fin Fang Foom. And <laughs> I think the reason we thought that was because that poster came out that had a dragon on it. Yeah. It's a really weird choice that they Which, made. Which, I mean, it. it doesn't even look like him. Not really, but, but I mean... Oh, we... Yeah. Shoehorn it. Well, I mean, he doesn't look like a regular dragon in it either. He's got, like, the, the tenties. Mm -hmm. But... Right. I, it was a weird choice for them to go with a dragon in the first place. Because... The the character is the dweller in the deep, which is dweller like dweller in darkness. Dweller in darkness. Mm -hmm. Right. What did I say? The watcher in the water. There you go. Um, <laughs> yeah. So I, I mean, I think you blink and you miss it. They they mention that just like once. Right. The name of it, and it's a pretty it's a Disney Plus TV show level bad guy too. <laughs> yeah. Um, so I don't know, like it was really disappointing until the post credits where they basically just pull a Mandarin on us all over again. Like, mm -hmm. look, this is Fin Fang Foom or your version of it. Wait, maybe it's not Fin Fang Foom. Maybe not. Maybe we're calling out to the space dragon. Um, the great protector was, I mean, we knew about it mm -hmm. and I really thought that it would be like, a. Um, not Paranga. What's the other dragon's name? Oh, Shenlong. Shen. Yeah, I thought it would or be Shenron. like Shenron, Shenlong kind of thing where they summon it, and the mm -hmm. dragon was in play like the entire climax. So that was very strange to me. He was he was just sleeping in the water. I mean, he Mind took no prompting. Business. All anybody had to do was go into the water, and he came out. <laughs> All you had to do is throw Shang Chi in there. And... <laughs> um. I, uh, you know, I'm not going to let my daughter watch this. So I, I tell her what happens in the movies when I watch them and the TV shows. And I just tell mm -hmm. her in car rides and she, she's into it. But I told her about all the animals that, that they see as they drive through the woods. <laughs> and she's like, mm -hmm. like nine tails, dad. I'm like, <laughs> yes, my child. Exactly like nine tails. <laughs> um, okay. Post, post creds okay let's talk we forgot wong and abomination oh yeah yeah yeah. that was a weird scene that wasn't what i was expecting it was a weird scene because <laughs> they're friends yeah what is that uh they must yeah. have that planned out because it makes no sense it's got yeah there's got to be some sort of sort of like payoff yeah like i was reading some some theories from people posting stuff online and 
one was like maybe it's like a parole type of thing (laughs) (laughs) why why would they give them to wong of all people (laughs) um and then i prior to the movie i read like tim roth voiced the character and then in the movie all he does is (laughs) (laughs) they used his face though too didn't they like yeah, I he couldn't tell. More, um, he looked more Tim Rothy. Yeah, he had more of a face than than in the the Hulk movie. Yeah. Well, I mean, that scene it was cool when they're fighting, <laughs> and then it just gets confusing yeah. when they're when they're like friends in the locker room. Did you catch? Which, that seems like uh, like they they uh, rigged the fight, right? Like oh, yeah. Was, I didn't get that impression. Because he makes some comment like, you uh, should pull your punches. Is that what he said? Yeah, because he makes him punch himself in the face. Oh, okay. I'll have to watch it again. But it was was weird. Uh, Good to see Wong, though. Um, It was. Wong's the movie version, Coulson, now. Oh God! Don't you do it, Marvel? You yeah, keep, don't you don't. keep Joss Whedon far away? <laughs> um, did you catch the Black Widow and in, in Iron Man three fight Easter egg thing? Because I saw it immediately. I I didn't. You know what I'm talking about? I knew it was in there, but I I didn't catch it. There's one of the the cage matches that are going on for people who also didn't catch it. Um, one of the Black Widows, who is actually one of the actresses. Was, yeah, was in that other movie. Yeah, and she's playing another Black Widow who's fighting an extremist soldier. Hmm. Um, so that was kind of cool. Like I was thinking, like, oh, show me more fights. I want to see all the the little pieces of MCU that are floating around here. Mm-hmm. Maybe a Dora Milaje fight or something. That'd be cool. Yeah. Um. Okay, and then the end. Right, Wong shows up and awkwardly takes them right to talk about the the rings are calling to something yeah this was the most surprising thing i think in the whole movie and um i don't know it seemed weird too maybe it was directed by a different director like some of those stingers when they're made by a different director or something they they feel really weird but uh, i think it's the same guy because the i know the director of this movie um he's he's apparently worked with brie larson a lot Hmm. so that makes her sense, showing though. up in the post credit. It was good to see her because she uh, doesn't get a lot of that crossover love that the other characters do. Yeah. So that was nice. Mm-hmm. But Brucey, what do you Back think? To Bruce. What do you think happened there? That's so weird. Well, I guess we'll have to wait till She Hulk to find out. Well, let's not even talk about it. Why bother? <laughs> Why even speculate? The. I mean, if if I was going to guess how this played, I would guess that, yes, he would not be the Hulk anymore. And I think we probably even did predict that, the smart mm-hmm. Hulk. But his arm still bre- being broken is super weird. Right. Because he's supposed to have an accelerated healing with uh, with the Hulk stuff. Yeah. Maybe it's the the cosmic energy of the, of the Infinity Stones. Of the Transmorgifier... <laughs> that's start gauntlet um the uh the russos said i mean we've said this i'm sure a couple times but okay. they said that his arm wouldn't get better but that yeah. i figured that's nonsense like they can't just right. 
one arm the Hulk for, I mean, that's worse right. than the treatment he's already gotten. But, um, <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's, it was weird. And may, I'm going to sound like an asshole saying this, but he did not look good anyway. Like, I just felt like he looked really disheveled and old and, and Mark Ruffalo's not a young guy anymore anyway. So I, I hate saying that maybe it's just the actors getting older, but well, I wonder if they intentionally, I mean, they didn't make him look, you know, ready for a red carpet. Like, <laughs> I, I'm, I would a hundred percent assume that whatever, whatever's going on, it's just something to set up. She Hulk. Yeah. Like, yeah, it's interesting. I can't, I, I can't imagine, you know, having Bruce Banner slash Hulk exist and have his arm be Nolan Boyd. Yeah. <laughs> for, so you think they're gonna take him out, or do you think they're gonna restore him? No, I would. I would assume that they would restore him. It's it's hard to say though, too, just because like they're they're moving into this area with all these new characters and and stuff, and so I don't know. Do it's you just think like, a Hulk doing Hulk stuff is would yeah still be really cool? Yeah, we never really got that much Hulk, so we got it, the the first Avengers movie, the Hulk part is yeah. like the best part. Yeah, of for the sure, because we waited for so long for that, and I remember right. being so excited. You'll hear more right. about this on the Avengers diving deep. <laughs> <laughs> When's that coming out? Uh, it's already out. <laughs> Check your local listings. Yeah, um, um but. What was I going to say? Now I'm off track. Damn it. Ah. Moving on. So the 10 rings, <laughs> the 10 rings, they have some curiosity. Oh, what I was going to say is, do you think that Bruce Banner and Wong are working together on something related to abomination? Cause Wong is the, you know, that is a good point. Yeah. I just came up with that. Right. Right. In my big old brain here. That is a good point. So, like, because Bruce would be probably close to to both Doctor Strange and Wong. Yeah. With, you know, having broken their their <laughs> ceiling. Yeah. Uh, but my abomination, though. I but, mean, yeah, but abomination specifically being the only Hulk bad guy that we had gotten. That seems like a hard relationship to mend, but... Mm-hmm. It's abominations behavior that's really the the surprising thing here. Not not really so much that Bruce Banner and Wong are working together. Yeah. Um. Just that. Yeah, I don't know. I don't get it. You know, I did. I didn't want to. I guess not go on a whole tangent too far. But going back, um, we'll talk about Nick Fury's big week during the Avengers, and during that, it and what that is for the listeners is a tie-in comic that came out with Avengers, and there is a bit in there about how Black Widow is the one who takes in Sam Stearns. Because you mentioned that the Abomination is the only bad guy we have from the Hulk, so right. Sam Stearns, I guess, is under S.H.I.E.L.D. supervision. Uh, so did, it, did they confirm that he's in She-Hulk? Are we getting a lead? I don't think we got because... Sam, him, that actor, anyway. Confirmed. Well, hope, hopefully... He's 
a surprise and yeah that would be amazing you got a lot of cleanup to do marvel in regards to the hulk you don't just think that you can just skip right to she hulk um okay sorry the 10 rings the 10 rings we're 10 rings burning daylight here the 10 rings they're they're different from the ones in the comics because the the ones in the comics i think will probably both agree are very infinity like yeah they they all have a different power or whatever and that's just way too infinity gauntlet um in this one they're just basically kamehameha rings and but they seem they're from space i think is what we learned from the post credits scene well i think we learned that in the beginning too did it's like he he found him in a crater or something like that okay and then they gave him a long life and but the most important thing is they have a beacon. They yes. So, what was that like? Uh, lost and found. App little thing that you could stick on stuff. Like a lojack, but <laughs> not for a car. Yeah, I've been wanting one of those for the damn TV remotes because I'm sick yeah. of the kids <laughs> hiding the TV remotes. But yeah, that maybe that uh. Is this a reused plot line? Did somebody else already do this in the Marvel Universe? What, like a beacon thing? A beacon, yeah. Well, I mean, it's so. not the most original idea, but <laughs> it works. Whatever gets shape-shifting dragons down to Earth, I'm into yeah. it. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, that would be cool. Like, I don't know. I just can't see it. After all the talking down they did on Fin Fang Foom. Yeah, out of this movie, I mean... I, I think that's that's just an optimistic, <laughs> yeah, wishful thinking type of thing. Like on, I don't know, as we've discussed, a lot. I don't know a lot about you know Shang Chi, and so I don't know his rogues gallery. Mm-hmm. And I mean, even in the movie, they didn't use anybody that is his, you know, opponent other than the way that they kind of made his father, right? Like I know that his in the comics it's Fu Manchu is one of his main enemies, his dad. So in the movie his dad is his main enemy, but then the other bad guy, the the dweller in darkness, that's a Doctor Strange bad guy. So yeah. It's like kind of funny how much Iron Man this is tied to now that we don't have an Iron Man. Right. Hopefully some of this falls to Shang-Chi. Uh, I hope it's exciting. I hope it's great. Um, maybe this is an opportunity, too, for all that Doctor Strange stuff to come in because I, I, I can't see us getting, like, a, I don't know, Arcana or whoever the other sorceress is. I don't see a lot of Doctor Strange movies probably coming down the pipeline, so maybe mm-hmm. they can off-put some of those to other heroes. Well, the only thing that I really found out about this this bad guy, the 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 dragon, the mm-hmm. Thor and Darkness guy, is that he's a demon, blah blah blah. He works with a collective of demons. Yeah, and one of those is Nightmare, who, as we've discussed multiple times too, could be rumored to be the Doctor yeah. Strange two villain. So, well, we know that council with Dweller and Darkness being gone now. We know that. Six at sextet sextet of 
ghoulies are not going to be appearing in that capacity at least. So mm-hmm. free for picking off for whatever TV show may Moon Knight or something else maybe. Season two of Loki. Yes, exactly. Um, post credit scene. I other, I thought this the one other was, one. Yeah, the <laughs> other one. I thought that this one was predictable. Like she's picking up the yeah. photos and stuff like that. And I thought, oh, okay, well, she's going to be the bad guy. You know what? As soon as Shang-Chi said she's cleaning up. Right. She's dismantling. Yeah. Like, oh, okay. The organization. Um, there wasn't, I mean, was there anything special about it? I mean, she's training. At first, mm-hmm. I thought it was going to be an army of women, which would be interesting. But there are yeah. men training there. And then Razor Fist is there. The only mm-hmm. thing missing is a death dealer. Yeah. Is there but a death she, dealer too? I don't I don't remember seeing one. I mean not in the movie, but I wonder if there's a death dealer too. Oh, I wouldn't care. I mean I wouldn't be surprised necessarily, <laughs> but we wouldn't have the emotional ties that we had to the first one I because know. we know that he had some <laughs> stake in They'll have what to just going on. bake up some trailers cuz that's what what got <laughs> us on board. I will say that yeah okay she's she's taking over the bad guy role of continuing to to work with this terrorist organization I mean they mm-hmm. apparently not but yeah I'm, I'm with world, you world this worldwide bad guy organization but she did break down the walls of sexism so were there not progress. women there before no don't you remember they wouldn't let women fight. No, I don't remember that. That's why she couldn't fight. She oh, had to train oh yeah, yeah, in the beginning. You're right, you're right. Or as she was growing up, brother. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's cool. I mean, she wasn't... Morally, I mean, morally she was compromised anyway, right? Because... Because of the fighting ring? Yeah, the fighting ring and stuff like that, so... Yeah, I mean, but that was only, that was only as bad as gambling, which... I mean, to us... Is- but I think that right. was that was meant to show that she'd like diverged and like she'd that, suffered because Shang Chi left and everything. She's the the Sharon Carter now, dude. That's exactly what it was. And honestly, yeah. I was I was a little bit disappointed. Like maybe their organizations will fight each other or something. Maybe she can take uh-huh. out Sharon Carter for us so that we don't have maybe. to deal with that anymore. Yeah, <laughs> I will say that was probably my favorite part of the zombies. What if episode? Sharon Carter dying. It's the way she died. She's the new Meg. Sharon Carter. That was, that was like the worst, the worst way to go. Bucky is like totally. uh, Now that we're jumping back to what if, totally great in the way that he just like slaughters the Falcon and then slaughters Captain America and then slaughters (laughs) Sharon. All right. Well, we loved Shang Chi. We loved it. If you haven't seen it. Why are you listening to this? Yeah, what are you but, doing? But thank you. You dope. But thank you for listening to this. We God. appreciate you. Sometimes I don't know why you guys listen to this podcast. It just pisses me off. <laughs> no, we really appreciate it. Thank you, guys. Um, I hope that the uh, new bi-weekly schedule isn't ruining your lives um, because it's making our lives better. So uh, thank you for your continued support. Lately easier. The numbers are saying that you guys haven't stopped listening just because we we changed frequency. So we again, we really appreciate it. Yes. Maybe we'll run a contest um, or something. Let's do that. Yeah, we should. 
You know what um, we should do? We should buy the DVD or something for one of these what movies. DVD? Is there going to be DVDs for these movies? Buy Shang-Chi DVD and we'll send it out, a Blu-ray or whatever. Yeah. Because we've made all of like $13 with... Uh, with the podcast, so we <laughs> yeah. can use those. 13. So we'll we'll wait when it, for it to be on sale. <laughs> <laughs> we'll get the the version that doesn't have any of the extra features or anything like that. That way we right, can afford it. Right, <laughs> you'll just get the disc from a red box. Yes, we'll get you yeah. a red box subscription. Please, please return it to your nearest <laughs> red box after the allotted rental period time. Thirteen days of Shang Chi <laughs> on us. <laughs> Um, yeah. So hopefully too, we have some more time freed up for uh, social media. So please reach out to us on the Twitter or the uh, the other stuff, but mostly the Twitter, and leave us reviews. Boom. Yeah, that was the reason that we had to move every two weeks, by the way, so that we could manage the social media because it was just out of control. Because it's hard to do when you're old. It's true. Thank you guys for listening once again, and we'll see you on the flippity flip. Goodbye. We love you.